question. Yeah, that's good. You got me uh, engaged as soon as I can. Yeah, I mean, it's, time is short. <laughs> Life is short. Don't waste time. Mm. So, um, maybe just a, what about it? Like just the general instruction of yourself and what you're doing and what you did. And I mean, like, you want to ask anything more specific? Um, what am I doing? What 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 I? What am I doing with my life? Yeah, what am I doing with your life? Um, well, I'm based in India. I've been based in India and neighboring, neighboring countries since uh, 1977, since just shortly before Srila Prabhupada left. Um, yeah, most of the year I travel in India travel around, meet devotees, give lectures. I lecture in English, Hindi and Bengali. Um, yeah, the, the, and one thing I've been doing for actually quite a few years now is uh, TV lectures, which is very big. Having a, it's just the fact that I have a white body and I speak in Hindi, uh-huh. it really makes an impression on people and uh, that's Indian, Indian TV yeah and it's it's watched by literally millions of people not only myself giving lectures but other others also mm-hmm. from other other ISKCON preachers yeah so that's something very big and I've been coming to the west for quite a few years now once a year yeah and uh Traveling around, meeting devotees, and there are various reasons for that. One reason is that, well, I'm writing books, and I want to. I have some. I have some things that I want to achieve in Prabhupada's service, or, or that um, the Indian culture or Vedic culture, which is so valuable for us. That's the. Krishna conscious runs very well on on Indian culture, not on Western culture. So, to try to give devotees some idea of that. Um, something else I've done by coming to the West is brought some Western devotees to India, who, on a short or long-term basis, if they stay, it's a good education for them. And it's good preaching also because the Indian people seeing Western devotees, it gives them mm. an impression. In 1971, Prabhupada wrote that he wanted to have 500 Western devotees in India. Okay. We didn't have so many devotees in the whole movement at that time. Um, so in this latter phase of my life, I just turned 50, so don't have so much time left now, it seems. Um, there's there's several important books that I want to finish and some different projects well my book on Srila Bhaktisthan Sarsar Thakur is almost finished which I started in 1985 (laughs) it's been a long job it should be printed this year is it a biography or it's more about his teachings? Biography about his teachings, yeah. 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 And um, 
then the next another book which is almost finished but I it's been almost finished for several years but I've been busy with this other book is uh, Vaishnav Culture, Etiquette and Behavior which is a big practical guide mm-hmm. I already wrote one book Glimpses of Traditional Indian Life yeah. which gives some overview yeah. of very nice book of uh, the kind of society that we should be aiming at I mean our ISKCON we should be trying to set up mm-hmm. um, then uh, another book which I, I, I I'm seriously considering after Sahodra Maharaj passed away. He's a couple of years ago when his last book came out before this Vedanta psychology book. I think it was Dimensions of Good and, and Evil. I, I said to him that I, I've appreciated that book, and he told me that the books that I really want to write I haven't written yet, but they will remain unwritten. So I'm mm. thinking about myself also. I'd better write the books that I have to write and stop traveling so much and do some more writing. So then the one book I want to, I need to do is The Mood and Mission of Srila Prabhupada because I feel that due to various influences within our movement it seems that more and more devotees they don't it's it's a little off little off course, you know. Mm-hmm. There's various different influences and the idea that of this movement should change the world and can change the world and should change the world. This is the mission of Srila Prabhupada. What do we want to change it into? I feel that many devotees join nowadays, they, they never hear about this or they don't have much idea about this. So I, I want that. It's a big topic. Um, what Prabhupada wanted. And then in that book, I, I also want to discuss the uh, the inevitable uh, institutionalization and how what we can do to avoid that if we can avoid it uh, and that's so those those are two major books which I'll one or the other as well and the thing is I've already started work on both of them so when I finish this book this is the book I'll work on that mm-hmm. on one of those two and then other major important books I have to write are the house I did Brahmachai in Krishna Gondras, so family life in Krishna Gondras is also very much needed and uh, then the process of advancement in Krishna consciousness so those books and maybe sannyas in Krishna consciousness so those are the the main books and apart from that there are hundreds of other books but I can't write them all so one thing I I also am working on doing uh, is working on doing means um, what I'm trying to inspire some young men to get into this is, is making a research project young men with good brains and who can who can research and do writing and establish the, there's so many things so many points to be researched mm-hmm. literally thousands of topics thousands of books can be written to establish the glory of our sampradaya how what chaitanya mahabharata has given is reality it is the truth it is the topmost contribution to human society all this should be established in various ways through many many books 
There's so many things. Just like they're different sampradayas, they, what they, some of them they're attacking us on the internet, and and then there's the Babaji's and Gor Nagari's. So all these should be researched and rebutted. Like Bhakti Thakur did. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an ongoing thing. Every generation we have to deal with the with the. Uh, Opposition and the opposition gives us a platform to to state our own position. Yeah. Uh, the, the, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's contribution, it's whatever Jesus Christ or Muhammad or what they gave, it's 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 hardly half a step on on the on the road that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave and that's also been diverted in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So and and then so many points. Uh, someone can spend their whole life researching the position of Lord Shiva. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be that much information in our subject. The thing is that the tradition of scholarship in India is very much down compared to what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And so many manuscripts are lost and even books are there but the, the parampara of learning. Yeah. Books can give you so much but people who know and they they, they, they and they, they're living repositories of not just knowledge but realization so such persons are required. So we, uh, I missed it this time, this lifetime. But, but uh, maybe you can prepare some young people, some yeah. young men, to do yeah. this kind of work. Yeah. I, I I sent five Brahmachari disciples to study with Gopi Pranidhana Prabhu. He's mm-hmm. in, in Govardhan. In Govardhan, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So you asked me about me. That's yeah. That's that's very an good. overview of what <laughs> I'm doing. Maybe you can elaborate on this point that you find that kind of spirit is not what it used to be. Like we talked about spirit in our movement, what is not what it used to be. That's true. In many ways, we're more mature. We're not as reckless as and foolish in some ways as we used to be. But, mm. but the uh, you know, people are still going to hell, is <laughs> the same as they were in the 1970s and 1980s when we had the spirit to to go out and and save them. Mm. Obviously, there are so many factors. The faith and the enthusiasm, which was generated by faith, means faith in Krishna and faith in people, faith in Krishna's representatives. And as we all know, the in Iskon, the, the faith in Krishna's representatives has been diminished. So, the spirit to sacrifice one's life is is not just because of a concept but because of a faith in in a person in people and relationships with with that with people so krishna consciousness is based on surrender but anyway it's a long history you know as much as i do but uh, that but actually the the enthusiasm shouldn't go down because Krishna didn't stop being the Supreme Personality of Godhead, nor will he ever be. Mm. And our relationship with him as his eternal servants is still the same. And the people who don't know that, they're still suffering the same from not knowing that. Mm. And we still have 
Prabhupada's books and Prabhupada's mission, which is the only panacea for all of humanity, for all of all the living beings. So we should rise above our torpor and power. Ah, it means a kind of dull state. Uh-huh. <laughs> our inanimate state. Pratishta, Jagrata. Complacency. Yeah. Get up, wake up. Or like Krishna told Arjuna that Kutasra Krishna is a missionary so today. Anayajishta Masvarga Makirti Karamajana. What are you what are you doing? What are you what? What's wrong with you? Hare Krishna. Thing. Would you like some prasadam? No, thank you very much. Do we have some fruits? Or? No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I took lunch in Moscow. At night I'll take some milk if it's available. No? No, no. At night after the program. Yeah. Oh. Milk. It's almost the same word in Danska. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> M-A-E-L-K. Yeah. Milk. It's spelled. Right. That's an important word for devotees. So yeah. I learned that word. Another word I found was piscoflad. Aha, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> that was popular among our devotees anyway. Yeah, man. <laughs> that was a daily part of our diet. <coughs> Thank you very much. And the Tuck. program, it's okay with the program? You know, we start with a bhajan and wait for you. Yeah, yeah, it's the usual program. Chan Hare Krishna, speak something. Sing some more. <laughs> and prasadam. One thing that, you know, you said about that we, we think it's very important, that, or you said that Vedic culture, Indian culture is very much, it's very easy to practice Christian consciousness within that. So within within Indian culture, yeah. which is becoming increasingly rare in India. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what I'm, I'm thinking about, because also, I mean, some devotees have more the idea that, you know, we add Krishna consciousness to our Western culture, and uh, it doesn't it doesn't work very well, does it? Because Western culture is going in the wrong direction. Hmm. It's based on sense gratification. But it doesn't make, you know, if, whether we sit on the floor like, and, and, you know, and the, even the fingers. Well, everything makes a difference, actually. The whole, uh, these two could say is a more minor point, but the whole atmosphere that is generated sitting on the floor is simple. Hmm. Table and chair isn't. And table and chair is not very conducive for eating with hands either. Your elbows, you put your elbow in someone's face. And also, um, prasad should be served, which you can't do very well at a table. You have to do it from behind. It shouldn't be like a buffet, help yourself. No, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> Prasad should be served. So, it does make a difference. Yeah. But then it, it, that's not the... You could say, well, that's not so important. Some things are obviously more important than others. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, I, I take 
Today I took sitting in a car, but generally I always sit on the floor. Devotee, devotional clothes and uh, relationships, how we define relationships based on age, seniority, gender. Hmm. That's also important. It's not that in the Western world men and women mix up very freely, yeah. but that's not conducive to Krishna consciousness. Right. So there are many factors. But then someone could say that, you know, if we want to actually interface with a larger society, it would be very hard for people to relate. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we can't force our culture on the on the Western world, but within our temples, to to some extent, at least, we can follow that within our own communities. Mm. And Prabhupada wanted to start communities where we could have our own culture, because the, this culture is not conducive to Krishna consciousness. So, but it used to be in our temples that we sat on the floor and took prasad and yeah. and uh, we're still doing good yeah, yeah. and um, I, I've heard a lot in the recent years how women were mistreated in our movement but personally when I joined um I mean, as brahmacharis, we didn't have a lot to do with the women, but but we res- we respected them. We didn't. It was. Uh, I remember that uh, in Berry, the famous Berry Place Temple, one sannyasi came and he was he gave a really heavy class about women, and when one of the brahmacharis asked the question afterwards, "Well, aren't we supposed to see women as our mothers?" And he said, no, as you see, this tiger is coming to suck your blood. And he didn't ask the sannyasi much. But we weren't very, I mean, we didn't, out of respect to the sannyasi, we didn't say anything. But we weren't, we weren't very happy with that because we respected them. They were doing that. They were, they were doing that. They were serving the deities and the deities were the center of our lives. So... I, d- I didn't see that. It might have been, uh, and it might have been. There seems to be plenty of evidence that women were mistreated. But it, that I, I found a healthy atmosphere when I joined the, men, the relationships between men and women in our movement. Hmm. It seemed to me healthy. Anyway, of course, people say I'm a fanatic. I. No, I'm not from that. I know, I don't agree with that. I, uh, I don't agree with a lot of the liberalization of our movement, and I, I strongly feel that we should move towards that culture which is conducive for Christian culture to, to. Uh, To bring in uh, the norms of Western society is uh, it's a disaster, actually, because Western society is a disaster. Mm-hmm. We don't need it. I mean, why do we join this movement anyway? What for? <laughs> like you say, to to add to add Krishna to some uh, misguided way of life? No, it's a, it's a whole different. It's pizza and ice cream. Add Krishna to 
Yeah. Not me. I don't eat pizza or rice cream. I haven't eaten either of them for I don't even know how many years. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they, they, they say in the early days, in the very early days, the men and the women, they all mixed in the temple in the kirtan, and, and then the heavy sannyasis came and they changed it and made the men and the women. And she was at the side in the beginning, proper divided, mm. side by side. And then in some places they put them at the back. But uh, what I see is that, I mean, Prabhupada saw that, he didn't stop it, and it was actually because devotees had been to India and they got the idea that, I mean, in the beginning there were hippies, and, but gradually some order got introduced. And it seems pretty obvious to me that the men shouldn't be dancing, you know, side by side exactly with the women. When they were, you know, one man here, one woman there, another woman there. It's not good for mm-hmm. Krishna consciousness. So, anyway, it's a big topic. Yeah, I'll, I'll write books. It's <coughs> but I, I, I've, I've given lots of lectures on these topics also. Mm-hmm. In Mayapur, in one seminar, I, I spoke about the uh, feminism in Iskand. All these things. It's what we're you see. Men and women are spirit souls. That's true. But there is still, as long as we're in the material bodies, there are different roles for the different bodies. Hmm. And mixing it up is it's that idea doesn't come from shastra or from tradition. It comes from modern feminism, which is a, is another disaster. For human society, and it's the worst sufferers are the women, as Prabhupada pointed out. Yeah, it's just men are actually cheating the women with the feminism. I mean, the whole idea in in Western society, though, of freedom. uh, They say they say women shouldn't be independent. Vedic Manu says, but for that matter, no one's independent. Hmm. Men are, are, are. You'll see men. They might be 50 years old and have grandchildren. As long as their father's alive, they can't. If he, if he tells, they have to follow him. Everyone's under control. And of, of the brahmanas and gurus, and it comes down. In, hmm. Everyone's under, and the, the brahmanas are under, they're self-controlled, according to Shastra. But the modern idea is you should have as much freedom for sense grati- as possible for sense gratification. It's just a, the whole modern night, the whole modern outlook is just a big mess. Yeah, big, yeah. big mess. No one respects anyone. No Kids. one respects anyone. And when there's no respect, then there's no affection and no love. Hmm. And everyone, they want to be free and live their own life, and they end up, the end of their life in some institution, dying, no one cares for them. Hmm. Whereas you see in, in Asia up to now, the the old people they cared for at home, they're respected, they're looked after. So what's better, to have your freedom to enjoy and be miserable now and get more miserable as you get older, or live a civilized and respectful, respectable life? These things should be considered.
Yeah, this whole uh, compromise with Western society and too much fascination with mundane academics and all right, uh, scholars and this and that. But why, why we're so fascinated by PhDs and MSCs? And Prabhupada wasn't. That's for sure. Which we better we we uh, we go very deeply into our own culture and our own. I think that's why Sir Maharaj he wrote the Vedanta what is it Vedic psychology Something Vedanta I think it's Vedanta so it's psychology said, yeah, you, that we, we have everything everything is there in Shastra and mm. modern psychology like everything else just based on speculation they, they all have there's all different systems and they all disagree with each other and that, that's what I'm saying we should research our own culture our own tradition and give to the give this to the world well, I have one question about the, which book, how many books did you make? Oh, I think I published 13 now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The list must be in my books itself. What's on your webpage or something? Yeah, it must be there. Yeah. Yeah. What is your webpage? Yeah. BVKS.com. <laughs> about experience with Sri Prabhupada or your understanding of Sri Prabhupada? Well, many devotees asked me about my memories of Prabhupada, so I wrote a book called My Memories of Srila Prabhupada. I read that. <laughs> but there was very few. Yeah, well, it's not... Well, I, no, no, yeah, they were nice. Whatever it is, it's I think, yeah. I think you started the introduction, actually, I, did, I only had very few exchanges yeah. with him. Exchange? Only one exchange was uh, when I got Gayatri Mantra. And that was also brief. Yeah. But I thought I'd write it because one thing so many devotees ask me, and another thing, whatever it is, it's you know, if you, it's very valuable. Even if you just see Prabhupada once, it's very valuable. Another thing, I wanted to encourage more devotees to to write their mm. memories, whatever it is. Yeah, everyone should do that. Yeah. And I put some other things to make the book a bit bigger, also yeah. some thoughts about Prabhupada's mission. In an essay on speaking strongly, because I was just so fed up of people telling me not not to speak strongly when, uh, you know, I'm reading again and again in Prabhupada's books, we should speak strongly. And people are telling me not to speak strongly. So what should I follow? Should I follow what Prabhupada says or what everyone else says? <laughs> so I gave that book with it. more than 130 quotes about why we, that essay, why we should speak strongly. <laughs> it's in the same book. Okay, okay. Then I read it. That's many years ago. Mm. So. That's my life. Yeah, yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. That's good. It's Do you have more? Um, Message to the Danish devotees. Would be good. Utishta, Jagata, Prapya, Varangi, Bodhita. Shurasya Dara Nishita Duratya Durgang Patas Tatkava Yobadanti Get up, wake up, attain the boon of the human form of life. The Shurasya 
The path of spiritual life is difficult, sharp like a razor's edge. So say the learned persons. But the first part especially that everywhere, every devotee there's more, we should be doing more. Mm. Good field for preaching. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah like we talked about when we drove here, I said yeah. the field is very right, but you're not you're not milking the field as the way we should. Yeah, you know, there were difficulties in the past, especially you know, the Harikesh fall down was a the great implosion, but that was years ago and you know, it's time to get on with well, almost ten, time, years, ten years ago. Time to get on with work again, you know. Don't don't forever don't don't spoil your life because because he messed up his life doesn't mean that every we all should and that the whole mm. movement should be messed up. He did a lot of good service. Absolutely. And then, you know, he, he made some offenses, whatever. Whatever he did, that won't be forgotten by Prabhupada. He'll mm. have to suffer for his offenses, but what he did will is to his eternal credit. But anyway, whatever it is, we all have to mm. push on the mission. I just my comment is actually it seems that kind of the loss of faith wasn't so severe here mm. as in most other places. But it's uh, I mean the things got, got more disorganized because if you had like one head on the top and who was conducting it, yeah. things got a little more a lot more disorganized. Everyone is more like on their own and doing their own thing, or and yeah, he, he was. He was yeah, it was uh, top-down management yeah. with Harry yeah. and When the top left, then everyone became like you know, to use a not very nice analogy: chickens with their heads cut off, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just running. Here and there, but in it's it's a chance to grow up. I think we have for the magazine. We definitely have enough material. Oh yeah, that's 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 uh, too much. You have to cut it down. Yeah. Um, I could ask many more questions, but do you want to add something, or do you want to add something? Because no, I mean there's plenty to add. We can go on talking forever. Yeah. yeah. In the lecture, maybe we, we can have. I can give a short lecture, and then we can have more questions yeah, if yeah, you want. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like an informal talk like that. That will yeah, could be both. I mean, I think they. Oh, let's stop this one. Um, the lecture is scheduled from six to eight. Yeah, two hours. The program is scheduled yeah, yeah. six to eight. So I mean, that's two hours. That's also yeah time for. Yeah. Both about, you know, solid Plenty philosophy. Plenty of time. Can go on afterwards also. Yeah. Last time it went on to midnight. Oh, really? <laughs> I came last year because the plane was late and I didn't reach her till after 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the time, of, you know, I get a lecture, kirtan, and then meeting people individually. Mm -hmm. And I took rest shortly after 12. And then I had a flight, I think, at 6 in the morning. Or, uh -huh. or I had to leave her here at 6 in the morning. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first visit to Denmark since 1979. Yeah. Nice. Let's record again. Can you tell about that visit? The visit? Well. In Denmark, I yeah. have. Denmark, 1979. 
Yeah, Prabhupada Maharaj had arranged with Harikesh Maharaj to sell the first ever Oasis Rasa album. I think it was the first ever album they made. And we were and we were supposed to give out these Norwegian books. I think it was perfect questions, perfect answers. We didn't give out so many books. We were just selling the records and we collected, we we purchased four good solid Mercedes vans, two for Nepal and two for Bangladesh. Mm. As a result of that collection. Uh, who was on the part? I can't remember now. Who was there? Mahakratu was there for some time. Uh, Dhruvanath Prabhu, who's passed away. Krishna Chandra, who passed out of this gun a long time ago. Ravi, I said. Ravi, uh, Ravi found his wife here in Nesvid. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at that time there was Gopinath. Gopeshva, Gopeshva, Prabhupada disciple, had a, rented an apartment mm-hmm. in uh, Copenhagen. Was there with his wife and a pioneer and that one. So, but we we didn't we didn't we traveled all over the country. We hardly spent any time in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. We went all around. We were selling these records, yeah. staying in hotels. We had some. Our, our standard mode was to. Rent one hotel room and then the whole party of about six oh, men yeah, would come. You did that also. Yeah. Maybe you, maybe, which you start the parampara. Pravishna Swami. One time, in the middle of the night, the hotels caught on fire. Hmm. It was more smoke than fire. Someone drunk had gone to bed smoking. Mm-hmm. And they saw it when we came out. The hotel staff saw um, so many people coming out. There were so many things. They didn't say anything. There were so many things. It was a drag, actually, because you're just out on the street all day without any preaching. Yeah, collecting, just collecting. But but the result was very good because with those vehicles we did... I, I wasn't in Nepal, hardly. I wasn't preaching in Nepal, but... I just went there occasionally but in Bangladesh we did a lot from those vehicles they went on and on and on mm-hmm. we did a lot of as a result of that we were able to reach yeah. Yeah, I mean cumulatively or collectively you know probably over a million people mm-hmm. programs we went to because every night would be at least a few hundred people went on for years and years with those two vehicles Two for Bangladesh, two for Nepal. So I got a lot of preaching mileage out of there. So that was that was Denmark's uh, contribution to starting the preaching in Bangladesh, which has really flourished. Hmm. Really, those those are the beginning days, and it was really a a struggle in those days, but it's really come up a lot. So yeah, we were traveling around selling. We'd go to the sauna twice a week. That helped to keep us healthy. The what? Sauna. What's that? Sauna. Sauna. Okay. Okay. Sauna. Okay. What yeah. do you call it? Sauna. Yeah. yeah. Sauna. Yeah. Sure. I didn't just didn't yeah. hear. That that kept us uh, healthy. Going out on the cold mm-hmm. every day. I'm sure you're 
had he had experience of that also. It's very cold. But some zero temperature. I remember in Espia, the wind coming in off the sea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes it worse. I mean, either due to global warming or due to the influence of Lord Tanya's movement. But uh, the, the wind is not so cold lately. This one wasn't, but I think a couple of years ago it was very cold, wasn't it? Here, yeah, but not like it was much colder. Yeah. Fifteen. Prabhupada said that New Vrindavan would become tropical one day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Prabhupada made a lot of interesting predictions. Yeah. He said he said New Dwarka. I heard this. He called it New Dwarka because he said that it was that Los Angeles will separate from the rest of the landmass and it become like an island, which is quite possible because of the, uh, well, especially San Francisco is on the earthquake line. Yeah, yeah. Los Angeles, I'm not sure so much. Generally, in general, California is an yeah, yeah. earthquake. That's country. all I know. So with that, Prabhupada, he said it would become tropical. So many devotees think that you know there is a lot of talk around the end of the last millennium about earth shifts. That's another big yeah. nonsense. It's not impressive that Prabhupada was, you know, putting so much much weight on this prediction, and even he said something. Is that not to be taken completely? No, just year? like Prabhupada said, by the year two thousand, people will be underground. No one yeah. will see the light of yeah. day. It's like, you know, it's, it's indicative. It doesn't have to be taken no, no, no. 100% seriously. He said Pakistan would attack India and the Third World War would begin. Mm. Didn't happen. Didn't happen yet. Yep. Could happen any time. Yeah. Still. Yeah. But then afterwards when devotees were... He didn't... Prabhupada just mentioned devotees wanted to... They were excited to prod him for more information. Yeah. He wasn't interested no. to speak more about it.